Please remember, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Fullest House, where horses and divorces go hand in hand. I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. Oof. This one was sort of a mess. This is a messy episode, <laughs> you are, guys. But yeah. Yeah, this was... Yeah. Oof. Well, there's... We'll get to it. Or no, I'll just mention <laughs> that. There's a moment at the end of this episode where DJ, yeah. Stephanie, and Kimmy are hanging out and they're like recounting the events. They're, there's drinking wine and recounting the events of the episode. And... They're just saying everything that happened, and it's really like, yeah, this episode was a mess, you guys. So much of a mess, <laughs> I had to literally explain what they happened had to establish at the end. in the plot. Guys, what a crazy day this has been. Yeah, I know, there were horses and receptionists and frozen yogurt. And what was accomplished? Very little. Nothing, nothing was accomplished. <laughs> nothing was accomplished. Uh, Matt, J-Money... Failed to find his calling. No, he didn't no, he no. Did find a calling. He, he absolutely found his calling. He absolutely found his calling. Yeah, you know, yeah, he did. Okay, so Jay Money learned something. Jay Money learned something. Ramona got a new room. We'll get into all this. Fernando yeah. started to gain the respect <laughs> of his daughter. I I guess we're I guess we're kind of coming to the conclusion that some things did happen. I guess. Yeah. Um. That's the true. episode is titled. I wrote it down because. Yeah. I wrote it down because it was entertaining me. The episode is titled My Ramona. Which I am to be trivia. This episode's title is a reference to the next song, My Sharona. It is? Huh? I know. I, I, I know. <laughs> I, I was just as surprised as you were. They didn't just come up with that wholesale? No, Mark. As much as, as, much as we'd like to credit the Fuller House team on their creativity, uh, this is not an original title. It is more so I a reference. Shocked. I know. I, I, I didn't think they were capable of going this low, but apparently they did. I was gonna say, given that Fernando earns his daughter's respect, this episode, this episode should be called uh, Fernando's Big Day. But the more I think about it, I think every episode should be called Fernando's Big Day. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be wonderful. Fernando's Big Day. The first spinoff. There's, there's probably going to be better ones, but I feel like our first spinoff should just be this show. But every episode is called Fernando's Big Day, even the yes, ones he's not in. <laughs> yep. I, well, yes. Fernando's probably having a big day. It's just off screen. That's true. That's true. That's true. His misadventures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Being a race car driver. And fifth place. And oh my can God. I... Can I can I throw this out? Yes. Being a race yes. car driver and a jewel thief. What? Ooh, I like that. You know what? I'm liking where this is going. I like this. I like Jewel Thief Fernando. I like every spin-off we've had where Fernando Fernando is doing something. Yeah, because it's Fernando. <laughs> yeah. How can you not love Fernando? Yeah. So where were we? So how did this episode begin? The episode begins, DJ is making eggs, and Stephanie has a crazy complicated egg order, mm -hmm. and Kimmy just wants a hard-boiled egg. A hard-boiled egg. she's making a, a hard-boiled egg. One singular egg. 
She wants a egg. <laughs> a egg. So Kimberly wants like the single guy fridge breakfast. Like you open it and you're like, oh, Kimberly shit. Gibbler. Yes, Kimberly, Kimberly Gibbler. Gibbler. <laughs> you open it up. We know for a fact her name is Kimberlina. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be one of those episodes, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be one of those episodes. I don't have a ton of notes on this one. I have comprehensive notes, um, but usually that's a good sign. Usually when my notes don't go over, you know, a page or, you know, front and back, that means that we're not going to go completely off the rails. But who knows? This episode is pretty off the rails. It oh, is. Yeah. It's a very oh, yeah. off the rails yeah. kind of episode. If we're talking about vehicles that are on rails, this episode is a boat. <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking of things that should not be on tracks, J Money finds a bird. <laughs> J Money finds a bird. He rescues a baby bird. Is that, yes. is that a good transition? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Zach, yeah, yeah. have confidence right. in your transitions. You you don't always need to confirm if it's a good transition. I'm sorry. I just need validation. You have good transitions, Zach, you know? Zach. Zach. Yes. Zach. Yes, Mark. You are good. You are <gasps> smart. Oh. You're good at transitions. Oh, my God. And I love you. There are so, these are so many compliments. I'm not sure what to do with all this. Mark is stealing my job as Zach's hype man. <laughs> Uh, we discussed that on the podcast. Yeah, we did. <laughs> did we? Oh, okay. This, 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 we, I, I forgot. If we didn't, if we didn't, that's in reference to a tweet. That's I love tweet. that we're at the point where we've started forgetting. Listen, you, uh, you guys don't seem to understand the fact that as soon as we finish recording an episode of the podcast, everything I just said, everything we had just talked about for the last like hour, is just gone from my memory. <laughs> Oh, me too. Me too. Well, that's why we have to write the episode descriptions so quickly after finishing the episode, because otherwise we'll just forget what happened. That's right. Yeah. Dear listeners, when you read the episode descriptions, know that we came up with them immediately, right off the yeah. top yeah. of our heads. Know that quite literally every time we finish recording an episode, we immediately all run over to the episode descriptions doc that we have and we're like, oh shit, okay, what do we talk about this episode? Uh, we got fucking horses, that's a thing. Uh, basically like that. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, make a note that the episode description should just be, horses, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was a little look into our process. Yes, yeah. this is our, our recurring segment on the podcast in which we discuss the creation of the podcast during the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We should make a separate podcast. The People's Podcast Corner. In which we talk about our creative process. The uh, Our show, which is a recap podcast about Fuller House, should have its own recap podcast. Yes. Yeah, I think I think it's necessary. I think we need to do a recap podcast of the podcast. Like, who better to recap ourselves than ourselves? Exactly. Anyway, um, Kimmy wants to be friends with the bird, mm -hmm. but it flies away immediately after she makes her her speech about her big dreams of the future with this bird. Um, and I'm not sure if it was fake. But it could have been a fake bird that was flying away from Kimmy. It seemed like a fake it, bird. It's yeah, it did it seem kind of pretty fake. fake. It, or, or as we usually like to call fake animals on this show, a very real bird. <laughs> yes. 
Also, I, I think we sorely missed out on the imagery of Jay Money darting into the house, running upstairs, running back through the kitchen with his shoebox just to get that bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in that span of time, he probably could have just asked DJ to come with him to get the bird, but I guess not. Yeah. That's <sighs> true. That's true. He had to find a shoebox, and it's DJ. They're G, DJ's shoes. She says, like, I wish you had taken my Jimmy Choo's out of the box before putting the bird in. Hey, what do I know? Hey, hey. hey, hey. That's what DJ sounds like. Yes. <laughs> DJ's an Italian stereotype. Hey, it, it's me, a DJ. I'm a bad veterinarian. <laughs> Is Candace Cameron Berain here? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me. I'm, I'm a DJ. I, I do a veterinarian. I'm not seeing her, but it sounds like Candace Cameron Bure is in the room right now. I look at the animal. Hallmark princess. Guys, I have a Candace question. Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> yes, do you have a question? I, w- I was going to ask, are we avoiding this episode? I think we are. Yes, Deep I think down. we are, yeah. Let's let's do it. Okay, uh, let's, so... let's do it. Let's do it. DJ sees that Jay Money rescued an animal and she is so proud because if he's the kind of guy who's going to rescue an animal, maybe he'll follow in her footsteps and become a vet. That seems like a really big leap, but I guess Jay Money's okay with it because he is desperate to have anything. So he agrees. And Jay Money, yeah. Yeah. And there's a very good moment where Jay Money says, well, I've always had this special connection with animals. Isn't that right, Cosmo? And Cosmo runs away. And Jay Money just does like a shrug where he's like, eh. yeah. <laughs> he's just, just it's like a very, a very defeated sigh. He's he's trying. Well, he's trying. It just goes to show Jay Money isn't good at anything. Uh, <laughs> poor Jay Money. Oh, our sad, sad boy. Oh, that's right. Actually, in this episode, we do find out that he is very good at one job. Yeah, he's very good <laughs> at one thing. <laughs> So he he leaves and then Max comes down. Oh yeah, then Max comes down. Oh, uh, Max comes in because he had a Max nightmare. Max explains that he had, he had a nightmare where all of his vests were ruined and he had to wear a shirt to school. <gasps> oh no! Oh no! <sighs> this fucking kid. Yeah. So if Max and Jay Money were the same age and not related, who would be whose bully? <laughs> Ooh, I, here's, okay i feel like hear me out i feel like max would bully j money in that scenario just because i 100 like percent agree bullied max mm. i feel like if j money bullied max he would very i feel no here's how i think it would start j money would start to bully max and attempt to do it and then max would immediately like uno reverse card his ass yes yes that is exactly what would happen I just think Max is still, he'd be so much more put together. He'd be a big prick, but in terms of like power dynamics, he'd have it. He's a big prick, but he, he has power over J money. Who's just a sack of, of garbage. I love him. (laughs) I love him, but he's, he's not, he has no skills or redeeming qualities. (laughs) He he may be a sack of garbage, but he's our sack of garbage. (laughs) Okay. His, his one redeeming quality is that J Money is, above all other things, well-meaning. He just he can't do anything. 
J Money. Okay, These okay. are not insults. I love J Money. We love our sad boy. 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 But Max had a really douchey nightmare. And, and but he was comforted but fortunately, by his unicorn. Yeah. Uni. His, his, his favorite stuffed uni. unicorn. Was Uni established before this yes. or just this I episode? Think he, he, I he think was Uni was in like one or two episodes before this one. Yeah, okay. at least one. Yeah, I feel like okay. it was definitely mentioned before. I remember, Mark, when this scene happened, you were just so confused. You were like, what did that set up? What was? What is this subplot? Well, and because I was like, okay, is Max going to be forced to go to school in a t-shirt or something? <laughs> Or is Max going to lose uni? Much more obviously, Max is going to lose uni. But I was it wasn't like that was about nothing. I'm like, what was that trying to set up? Yeah. Was it this character thing of like, oh, I had the biggest nightmare that all my vests were ruined. And then someone was going to ruin his vests. Or was it that someone was going to ruin uni? And it turns yes, out. The, the point is some bad man named Fernando comes <laughs> into his room and ruins all of his vests. <laughs> But he's wearing like a mask that covers like the top part of his face, but not enough to like fully like like they all know it's him. He comes in wearing yeah, a, a domino yeah. mask. And yeah. he's like <laughs> And then and then he steals DJ's jewels. <laughs> yes. He's wearing a Where's Waldo outfit, like it's his burglar outfit, but it's so obvious. Yeah. He's wearing a Where's Waldo outfit because he's read the books and he knows that you can't find Waldo. So it's the perfect disguise. Yes. I, I just like here's the thing. Max comes in and he says he he says these three bits of information. I had this nightmare where someone put my vest in the normal wash and they were ruined. And then I had to wear a T-shirt to school, which I didn't want to do. Luckily, I had my favorite stuffed unicorn with me. And I'm like, these are all things. These could all be things. What is this trying to? And then he leaves. That's what yeah, it is. It's that he leaving. says these three things. And then he leaves. Nobody's like, well, well, Max, you really do like uni, don't you? Yeah. Sure hope nothing happens to him. And then leaves. Yeah. It's just he says this one thing and then he leaves. And I'm like, that was such an obvious setup, but there's too much going on there. I, yeah. I, I half suspect that the writer of this episode, like, went to sleep one night, like, satisfied with his draft. And then, like, the ghost of his creative writing teacher from high school came and like haunted him in his dreams and said, you need to put exposition in the first two minutes of your episode. And, then, and he was like, oh, God, I forgot to write an exposition scene. For oh, Max. shit, I forgot to put exposition in the first two minutes of my episode. I yep. should do that. Thanks, disembodied voice. <laughs> and then the disembodied voice just gives him like a thumbs up. But there's like a sound effect instead because like they can't see it because it's a voice. You guys get it. You get it. Yeah, yeah. I but just to to be, I I was just very perplexed by how obvious of a setup that was, but how confused of a setup it was. Yeah. In my opinion, it was a little confused. Yeah. But that's basically all the subplots set up, right? Well, Fernando walks in. Oh right, with yeah. Some we're missing that one. Yeah. Thrilling news. Yeah. He has a room ready for Ramona at his house. Yay! Yay! I I think Kimmy sort of has this reaction of like, what? Like she's angry and I'm like, he has a house and a daughter. What do you want him to do? Like, like, 
you're still dating this man. He's like a part of her life. What are you? <laughs> Kimmy, the, yeah. Kimmy, he's the father of your child. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, I don't want you to have any room for Ramona in your house. You're only her father. <laughs> well, oh, you want to see your daughter? <laughs> no. Or you want you want to see? <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's weird. Kimmy is the villain of this episode. Yeah. Hashtag Fernando did nothing wrong. Um, later, no, oh, on, later, later in this scene, they argue in Spanish and Fernando's like, actually talking Spanish, but Kimmy is just saying random uh, shit. She's saying basic Spanish phrases angrily. Like Fernando's yelling in Spanish and Kimmy's just angrily going, hola, me llamo Kimmy, donde esta la biblioteca? And she's like, welcome back to another round of, say it with me, guys, is, is this... Is this Racist. Uh, Where the answer is always yes. <laughs> Retroactively, the bit we did about DJ having a stereotypical Italian accent. Say it with me, gang. Is, is this racist? <laughs> Once again, the answer is always yes. Uh, so... Uh, shoving aside um, that bit of casual anyway, racism, we uh, move on in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> to her room yeah which is uh pretty friggin fantastic yeah like wow <laughs> we're pretty sure it's the same set redressed uh yeah. yeah i would be legitimately shocked if it wasn't but they tricked it out because the first big reveal is that ramona's room just a room in a house uh has a frozen yogurt machine and fully stocked topping bar. Like, really stocked. Yeah. Like, almost too many toppings for Ramona to do anything with. The topping bar is bigger than the frozen yogurt machine. It takes up more space than the actual machine. Exactly. Fernando, all these toppings and probably the yogurt are going to go bad. <laughs> this was right. a bad idea to put in her room. How does yeah. he refill that? Does he have to, like... Oh, I guess you can open up. There's the like a special like tubing system. That <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. Do, well, like, it's it's the it's the Gibbler house. So I assume he like crawls up the chimney and goes <laughs> into various crawl spaces. Yes. And there's like a control panel somewhere in the house, and it's very impractical to get to. He pulls a lever, there. and the walls start shifting. It's this like it's it's yep. a clockwork man revealing a secret <laughs> passage to the other side of Jimmy's room. But speaking of that kind of shit, yeah, he then reveals the next feature. He yeah. hits a button, the wall, the bed it's folds up. up, and her room is also a dance studio. There's a bar, like, the bottom of the bed is mirrored. And it's like, I was going to say this whole thing is fucking ridiculous. But then I just like, wow, Ramona has the best room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. What if this was all part of the, the Gibbler house anyway? I mean, we saw their living room. That thing is fucking tricked out to no end. <laughs> this yeah. is true. That's why, like, this all fits in with the Gibbler house. It just is insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But do we expect anything less from Fernando? No, that... Fernando's gonna do it the most. Whatever it is, he's gonna Fernando be the most. Is the best. This is why we love Fernando. Hashtag Fernando did nothing wrong. Fernando did nothing wrong. Kimmy's still upset because now 
Ramona has a cool room at Fernando's house and she might want to spend time with her father. Just, we can't I, let that happen. Fernando did nothing wrong. What? <laughs> and I'm not saying that I don't get it. I get it that she's afraid that Ramona's going to leave her behind. Ramona's getting older as well. But it's like, why does Fernando have less of a claim to Ramona's time than you do, Kimmy? It's just. Yeah. You don't own Ramona. It's terrible. She's a person. Yeah. Let her, Let her spend time with her father yeah. who bought who who clearly spent a lot of time on this room. Yeah. yeah. He, he was a good dad this episode. Not usually. Yeah. This episode he's usually a good dad. But <laughs> in this podcast we do not speak ill of Fernando Hernandez Guerrero Fernandez Guerrero. I, well, he's a good dad. The problem is he's very stupid. He's very stupid. <laughs> but next we mo- we move over fuller pet care. Yeah, back. Oh, actually, uh, I was. We actually move back to the Fuller house. Oh, okay. We have where one. Jimmy's playing with Tommy. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Do you want to go to pet care? I just. No, I don't care. I I I should have left it up no, to Mark, you. No, Mark. Let's do what notes. you want to do. Yeah, you have the note bible. But Thank Mark, you. Well, Mark, yeah, let's I, do what I, you want to do. I it's. I figured I should go ahead because I just I take the notes. I appreciate. I appreciate it. I didn't want to step on you, but. There's just there's one the next big plot point happens, but there's one moment in particular that I kind of want to talk about here just because I find it a little baffling Um, or not baffling, just uh, intriguing. I've built it up too much. Um, It's okay. Go for it. We believe in you. Jimmy is playing with Tommy while Stephanie lies down on the couch. Max comes in with Uni. He very pointedly says, like, I'm just going to put Uni down right here and go get a sandwich. Jimmy, you want to come? And Jimmy says, sandwiches, that'll go great with lunch. And his line is so obviously 80 yard. Yeah. 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 It was his back was turned to the camera. It was very yeah. stilted. <laughs> the audio quality is different. Yeah. It's, it's so good. But also just like the the amount of stuff they do with the sandwiches. <laughs> oh yeah like, and just... how into sandwiches jimmy is but not just any sandwiches mark not just any sandwiches no ice no, cream no. sandwiches these ice are ice cream, cream sandwiches yes because they're they're looking through and steph's watching tommy and then all of a sudden we hear jimmy go hey steph tommy's playing with uni right yeah tommy's playing with uni he's like ah oh, it's a little horsey and then we hear it's from the other baby. room, Jimmy yelling, hey, Steph, we can't find the sandwiches. And there was something about the line, Steph, we can't find the sandwiches that really got me. Yeah, it was just so whiny, like, Steph, we can't find the sandwiches. Like he's calling to his mommy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why he's in love with Stephanie. His mom has spent so many years in a bunker. He misses the maternal figure in his life. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> this is we true. cracked the code. He has mommy issues. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. So Steph uh crutches on over is she still on crutches? She's still on crutches. Yes, I think she is. She yeah. crutches she is. on over into uh into the kitchen where they find the sandwiches, so they didn't even really need her. <laughs> they found the ice cream sandwiches because no. they were looking in the freezer. Yeah. And uh 
Then they come back. They out. walk back. They walk back one by one. And they're all like, oh, time to eat my ice cream. So, oh, no. <laughs> Jimmy had the best. Oh, no, of course, as he says, oh, no. And then he looks at his he squeezes his ice cream sandwich and then says, oh, no. <laughs> Not my ice cream sandwich. Because in, in the five seconds it took for Stephanie to come in for them to find the ice cream sandwiches. Tommy has completely destroyed uni. Yeah. Tommy, I, I know I've been anti-Tommy in the past, um, but can I just say this episode maybe justifies all of that because Tommy is like a literal murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy yeah, he's murdered a psycho. uni. Yeah, you're right. Why did he do that? He's so evil. He's also fucking ripped. He tore that thing to shreds. <laughs> He's a strong baby. He's a strong baby. Yo, Tommy, what's your max? Strong baby. <laughs> Listen, I don't know about you guys, but that baby's been hitting the gym. Yeah. That baby's been hitting the gym. By the way, that's our next spinoff, Strong Baby. Bodybuilder. Wait, no, 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 no. Bodybuilder baby or baby builder. Baby builder. Baby, baby, baby builder. builder. Yep. And he, he, he fights crime with his baby muscles. Yes. He's just a really <laughs> swole baby. Something was so cute He's a really about swole how you just said baby He doesn't muscles. yet know the consequences of his own strength. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all the uh, supporting characters are adults, and they don't treat him like a baby. <laughs> They're fully aware, but it's like, strong baby, you gotta stop. You don't know the limits of your own strength. I was imagining, like, the baby doesn't know how to speak yet. Yeah, it's just, you don't you don't know the limits of your own strength, and he's just like strong. Yay! <laughs> I kill super villain. <laughs> Damn it, strong baby! Damn it, baby builder! Yeah, Tommy Tommy kills another person because he doesn't know the limits of his own strength. This sounds like an episode of The Boys. Like there's a, a like a baby superhero, and he's like he's like a real baby though, and he doesn't know his, his the limits of his powers. <laughs> Mm. It's like a Jack Jack from the Incredibles kind of deal. Oh yeah. yeah. He's just, he doesn't have all the powers. He's just strong. Yeah, he's just yeah. really strong he's just, baby. He's just a baby, but he's fucking ripped. It's just The show is called Baby Builder, but the baby the character's name is Strong Baby. And it's just strong a normal baby. baby head on top of like a bodybuilder, a tiny bodybuilder. No, no no no. It's a baby's head on top of a baby's body, but that baby's body is fucking ripped. That's what I was thinking. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. At, I, yeah, that. So it's like that, a really or small it's like you, body. You you literally just shift and you shrink down the bodybuilders. Yeah. yeah. Like in the same way that in 300s, yes. they just scaled Xerxes right up. Yeah. You put it in like Photoshop and then you just yeah. like take a ripped body and just like scale it down to the size of a baby. This is, this is the first primetime TV show entirely made in Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> he's, so, he's so big. He's so, he's so big. He's so big. Big baby. <laughs> big baby. God, we're still avoiding the episode. <laughs> there, there, there's also the audience is really active in this scene. There's a lot of, oh, aww, what? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a rip, oh, baby. Yeah. 
<laughs> the baby's yeah, fucking baby. ripped. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that baby's so ripped. How much do you squat, bro? Tell me, what's your max? That baby's got sweet gains. <laughs> that baby's swole as hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's a strong baby. That baby's swole as hell. Baby's strong. <laughs> oh, that's the theme song. <laughs> that's the theme song. <laughs> It's just people saying, oh, look, it's just, it's just some guy going, oh, look at him go. He, he's such a strong baby. Here, oh, Lord, he coming. He's so strong. He's a strong baby. It's just that for like two minutes. I, I feel like we should move on from this scene. We should. But I'm very happy with what we've come up with with Strong Baby. Yes. Um, next, next, we do go to Harmon Fuller Pet Care. I stepped on it before, Harrison. Do you want to describe <laughs> anything? Sure. Um, DJ is going into full mom mode. She is so excited to have Jay Money there, uh, and he, he, she, she's going over the fantasy of, uh, oh my god, what if we start our own mother son pet clinic called Doctor Fuller and Fuller, and people are confused over which Doctor Fuller they're talking to. Yeah, she's not she's not so mean to Matt. She does say it's gonna be fuller fuller harm in pet care. Oh, fuller fuller harm. And then but yeah. they also describe like all oh, the crazy sitcom shenanigans they're gonna get into. I just I just wanted to be clear, she's not completely writing writing Matt off. Um, yeah, you're right. I, yeah. <laughs> it'll be fuller fuller harm in pet care, and then someone will come in and be like paging Dr. Fuller, and we'll both be like, yes, because we're both Dr. Four, and it's gonna be like so good, you guys. That's the that's the bit. I just that, that's I, I know no. It, it's very funny and relatable. Uh, yeah, it's so that's so <laughs> relatable. Um, but it was at this point after hearing her big fantasy that the second or is it now the third spinoff came into my head, which is I so want a show <laughs> about J Money going to medical school. Yes, yes. yeah. yeah. J Money yes. is Doogie Hauser. I'll I'll one up you there. Yeah. And exactly. Yep. And Tyler suggested the perfect title, which is True Jackson MD. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so wonderful. But once again, it's one of those things where it's For like, he is the true Jackson. Like the show is called True Jackson MD, but everyone just calls him Dr. J Money. <laughs> yes. Well, because he is the true Jackson, his name is too powerful. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> He can't show his true form to the mortal man. Oh my god! <laughs> He's got like the the quirky coworker doctor who's like, "Hey, what's up, Doctor J Money?" And he's like, "Oh, nothing. Just just solving crimes with medicine because I solve crimes well, too." Okay, wait, because we also have like the the joke with the name of the show. Can the quirky coworker also be Greg Proops? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. He's not doing much these days. <laughs> Bring him in. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. He's doing all get right. You some, get you some proofs. Exactly. So Jay Money comes in. He gives his first diagnosis to an animal when he smells its breath and concludes it does need yep. its teeth cleaned. Um, yeah. uh, Janet, DJ's receptionist, who we may or may not have seen before, and we worked to try to figure that out. Um, I, I comes checked in the, and she's uh, the here wiki, too. and it said her first appearance was the not-so-great escape. Which okay, I think okay. was an earlier episode. Which I think was an earlier episode. That was like an earlier episode. Yeah, that, that was an earlier episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wanna, I wanna, I'm just going to look up. Not, not so much because I remember sure. the episode, but I remember us releasing an episode called The Not So Great Escape. Oh, okay. 
I feel like that might have still been in J Money's bad boy phase. That was in J Money's bad boy phase. I think that's the episode where J Money and Ramona first came together because he tried oh, to help yeah, her yeah, escape yeah. school. That was the not so great escape because she it's gets season caught. one episode four. So oh wow, that was really yeah. and this is and this is the second appearance of this character. Ooh, okay. She appears yeah. uh, through four more times. This is a big episode for. Yeah, we definitely established these things. Yeah. You yeah. guys are familiar. If we just oh, bring back sure. Janet, you guys will know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> if we just brought back Uni, you're going to remember beloved character Uni the Unicorn. Ooh. Oh, my God. <sighs> There's also a moment after after Tommy murders Uni, Max says, like, why'd you give Uni to Tommy? He destroys everything he touches. And we were like, yes, this is an established part of Tommy's character. <laughs> There's there goes that Tommy always destroying everything. Well, he, that was actually a setup for the back, you know, because this is a backdoor pilot to strong baby. Um, <laughs> baby yes. builder. Yeah. <laughs> I just there are so many part of the craziness of this episode is there are so many things that are like, yeah, oh, we definitely established this. Yeah, this is you guys will have no problem if we just bring back uni and Janet and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. You guys will remember. We trust you. You guys remember beloved character Janet? Yeah. With a totally memorable name. Janice. Janice. Janet. Yeah, and they do a joke later yeah. about, like, you know, her name. Her name's really Janice. Just kidding. Yeah. And I was like, you can't do that joke if we, the audience, don't really know her name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess you I guess you you can. It makes it more effective. if like we all know Janet, but I just like Janet has not been around long enough that you can pull that shit with us. Fuller House. Yeah, She appears in one episode at the very beginning of the series. And then two seasons later, you're just like, oh, we're going to bring back this character. Why? You, you all know Janet. She's a terrible worker. She's never in the office for the past two seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and I just want to say, like, we, because of certain schedule things, we've been a little erratic in our record schedule recently. So, um, like, we were coming back to it um, after maybe a longer break between records than usually we do, than we usually do. And so to just come back to it and have all these things thrown at us, I, I was, I was, uh, pretty caught off guard. Yeah. I think we all were, but I feel like that's also just an allegory for Fuller House in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's very allegorical. It's, uh, it's allegorical for the, uh, the path to enlightenment. Yeah. Also, um, it's like like Fuller House is really an allegory for for World War Two. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Who represents Germany? Right. Like, think, think about it. Think about it. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I'm of the mind of like J.R.R. Tolkien, who was like, read into it, but I'm not really going to share it. So <laughs> I don't want to share exactly who's who in this allegory. <laughs> mm-hmm. OK, um, but rest assured, it is an allegory. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. J Money is Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're just, just going to go with that. All right. And moving on. Um, so. But J Money, when they start to do more heavy vet work, 
that J Money doesn't really want to participate in. He goes to see what's going on with Janet. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit of a, if my notes are to be believed, that's kind of where that ends. But what's really wonderful is, I think it's at this moment that we were all like, oh shit, we remember this. Jay Money finds his true calling as a receptionist. Yeah, yeah, I was looking forward to this one because I remembered this plot and I loved it. (laughs) He gets into it. Like, he's yep. a great receptionist. <laughs> he is. He really is. We found the one thing Jay Money is good at, and it's being yeah. a receptionist. <laughs> yes. He's really good at making calls. He's really good at scheduling. He's really good at making coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, like, don't let your mom disparage this profession. Yeah. Get get some job as, like, a CEO's receptionist, and you're good for life. <laughs> This this was one of the things I had a problem with because DJ going forward is like, what? I wanted him to be a doctor. This isn't the plan. And one, I, it's like, those are your dreams, mom. Which you know from the second, she's like, maybe he'll be a vet too. The episode is going to be about that. Yeah. Yeah. But two, I'm like, DJ, your son is bad at literally everything. You want this, this. You want this boy. To be operating on animals? <laughs> Your son has found the one thing that he's one very good at and two that makes him happy. And you want to take that away from him? <laughs> DJ. It's kind of fucked come up. Come on. Yeah. Mm. Fucked up. Also, his coffee is really good. All just by really adding good. cinnamon. Um, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. The dash of cinnamon really yeah. just ties the whole yeah. thing together. Mm. Um, I think without giving context, I want to go to my next note, which is Kimmy gives Ramona a pony. Yay. Yes. I, well, I, I wanted to bring, I wanted to talk about the buildup that we had to this scene. Because oh, yeah. the build up Kimmy was brings good. Ramona and Fernando into the backyard of the house. There's a curtain set up. And she's talking about how she got Ramona a great surprise. And to which point we all started chanting, horse, 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 horse. I started chanting that because that's what we always chant. That's what we always want it to be whenever there's a reveal. That goes back to uh, the first time we started watching it together. Yeah. When yeah. there was like, guys, you won't, yeah. you won't believe what's in the living room. And we were like, oh, we want it to be a horse so bad. <laughs> and apparently Harrison was the only one of us who remembered that it was indeed a horse. <laughs> I also want to say the buildup took so long that when we chanted, yeah. we did the horse chant multiple times because we had to stop to realize, oh, we can't keep it going for this long and this scene is still going. And we did it like a yeah. grand total of three times before the reveal finally happened. Yeah, before they actually brought the horse out. Oh, yeah. We willed it into existence. If you actually had watched it before today, before today, the day we recorded it, it wouldn't have been a horse. That's not what yeah. it was. But just through sheer force of will, we made we it happen. Made it, magic. We made it happen. We think the horse is real, therefore it is. <laughs> Guys, if you believe enough, if you believe in yourself and you want it hard enough, you can make a horse appear out of nowhere. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I also do want to say Ramona names the horse Buttercup, which there's an IMDb trivia about this. Uh, in Full House, season two, episode four, DJ 
becomes the owner of a horse named Rocket, and she allows Stephanie to own the tail. Which, like, first of all, uh, why are you letting someone own just the tail of a, of your horse? That's kind of weird, but whatever. Well, I think it was probably a thing where Stephanie was yeah. like, I want the horse, and she said, well, you can have the tail. That's well, yeah, that was probably like one of those things where it's like, where you want to play a video game, but your little sibling wants to play too, so you just give him a controller that's not plugged in. Yeah! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Stephanie names the tail Buttercup. Oh, Which is the same name funny. that Ramona gives the horse in this episode. That's a nice little Easter egg. But this leads to a whole thing of competing promises between Kimmy and Fernando, each promising grander things to Ramona in order to get to her affection. Kimmy got Ramona a pony. Fernando says, I'll get you a Mustang, a real Mustang, the car. And they keep going back and forth. It leads to, I forget what Kimmy's other things are, but it leads to Fernando's big promise, which is, do you want an Oscar? <laughs> do you, do want you want an Academy, Academy Award? Award? And she says, you can get me one of those? And he says, well, as long as you don't mind that it says Adrian Brody, we're good to go. I think the one before that is that like Kimmy offers to take Ramona and Buttercup to Paris. Oh, I right. That was yeah, like yeah, what yeah, came before us. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, which I just I love the implication that Fernando was fully ready to break into Adrian Brody's <laughs> house and steal his Oscar. <laughs> That or, or he's already done it. Yeah. He just has <laughs> Adrian incredible. Brody's Oscar. But also what went while he broke in and stole the Oscar. Also probably stole some jewels as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. More evidence that he's We're a gonna jewel thief. We're going to make Fernando International Jewel Thief happen. Yes. I want to make it happen so bad. This needs to happen, Mark. And then we resolve this plot line because Ramona's like, guys, you can't keep doing this over me. And there's this really weird moment that I think we should analyze. And this is when I say, I think Kimmy's the villain of this storyline because Kimmy says like, well, I just didn't, Fernando got you this cool new room. I didn't want him stealing you away from me. And Fernando's like, well, I just thought maybe if Ramona wanted to spend, I wanted to spend more time with Ramona. And I thought maybe if Ramona started spending more time with me, then you would too. And we'd be like a family. You know, because that's what we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hashtag Fernando did nothing wrong. Yeah. And Kimmy's just like, all right, I forgive you. But she, And it's, yeah, Fernando yeah. did nothing wrong. Yeah, Fernando she, was just like. You're the one who messed up. <laughs> Yeah, he got a little competitive at the end there, but why are we doing, like, this whole both of them were in the wrong when Fernando was just like, I just want to spend some time with my daughter and wife and do nice things for her. Yeah. So weird. That The way I phrased that made that sound like his daughter and wife are the same person. They're not. It's Kimmy and Ramona. That if you've been be listening to this podcast, you know that. Bad. <laughs> that would be unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fernando just wanted to do a nice thing for his daughter and spend more time with the people he loves. <laughs> and Kimmy was like, no, that's sick and wrong. <laughs> I get all of Ramona's time. <laughs> Evil Kimmy. Um, yeah, and Ramona's like, you guys just went so over the top with it. And, and Fernando's like, yeah, we did. We're, we're not normal. Yeah. And they're like, they're okay, wa yeah, want to have a pony yogurt dance party? And then there is a and hard cut. To, a hard cut to the, the dance party in Ramona's room with the pony. 
And then a hard yes. cut to Max looking dejected. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's, just it's so, just these hard cut. cuts. <laughs> these hard cuts are so jarring. He goes, I'm like, want to have a dance party? Immediately cut to the dance party. Immediately cut to sad little boy. Also, might I point out that that is possibly the most giblery thing that Ramona has ever done? <laughs> the dance party yep. with the pony. That's yes. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we do go back to Max and we have this very touching scene until up to a certain point. But we have this very touching scene where Uni might be gone but Steph has decided to give Max Mr. Bear. Yay. Mr. Oh, Bear yeah. from Mr. Bear. the TV show Full House. Yeah. Remember Full House? Remember I Full do House? remember this Full House. This is what I mean when I said Uni was poorly set up because like, I know Mr. Bear. I knew about, you know, like DJ's pillow person. Michelle had a pig. I, if you asked me what's Max's favorite stuffed animal, I would not have been able to tell you before this episode. Yeah, I, I feel like I knew it, like I had seen it before, but it's not emphasized a lot. So, yeah. 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 Um, but we do, she gives Max Mr. Bear and describes how important Mr. Bear is to her. And this is where the scene kind of turns. Yeah, this is one yeah. of the weirdest creative decisions in the whole episode. Yeah. Like, this was really baffling. <laughs> this was weird because they they came up with a really good end to that storyline. Stephanie gives him Mr. Bear. You get the full house nostalgia in. It's meaningful because she's passing it on. There's that. It's yeah. it, it would have been a nice way to wrap it up. But instead, Max says, sounds like Mr. Bear was your uni. I can't take him from you. And she goes, oh, thank God. And immediately snatches Mr. Bear back. B.S. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Like, have the sweet moment. Like, I know. Because what what they end up doing is Stephanie fixes Uni and gives him to Max, which it's like, fine, but you had the better ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Her giving Max Mr. Bear is a much better ending. It is. It's just... Yeah. Like, it's yeah. meaningful. Like, just stitching this stuffed animal together is fine, but it's kind of generic. It's like, okay, <laughs> it's fixed. Yeah. Then, then we cut over to Jay Money being a receptionist, and he is the best at it. He is he, the oh, best. Oh, he's so good. He gives Janet the rest of the day off. Yeah, cause she deserves it. Because she's, it's you know, birthday. she had that fall. It's her birthday, which DJ doesn't know. <laughs> there's, there's like a whole bit in which J Money like starts saying a bunch of things about Janet that DJ does not know. Yeah. DJ doesn't know anything about Janet. Mm -hmm. She's very mean to I, her She workers. says, Janet never mentioned this. And he's like, well, maybe you never ask. <laughs> maybe you never ask. Hey, how, hey, Janet, how are you? There's also a very good bit in which J Money's like, oh, by the way, you know her name is Janice, right? And... DJ's like, wait, what? And then Jay Money's like, just, just kidding. kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But I, I do want to mention one of the things about the receptionist plotline that I really appreciate is Matt is immediately supportive of Jay Money's receptionist dreams. Yeah, yeah. I like that. He's like, Josie DJ, cares. I know you want him to be a doctor, but have you tasted this coffee? <laughs> 
<laughs> he should like open a coffee shop or yeah. something. I mean, J Money later decides, you know, I don't think I want to sit around answering phones and making coffee all day. I just want to make coffee all day. Whoa. He wants yeah. to be a barista. A barista? To, his That's dream not a is doctor. to be a barista. His dream really when he great. moves. I want to see the spinoff where uh, J Money decides. He's gonna he's gonna be a barista and he's gonna move to New York and on the plane ride over he travels back in time to the nineties and he's fully grown. He sets up a coffee shop, dyes his hair blonde, changes his name to Gunther. It's it, it's friends. Yes. Well, well, we we did pitch basically when we when one of our times talking about how Ramona's kind of the best character in the show and we'd be down for a spinoff, a real spinoff about like a grown up Ramona and Jay Money living in the city or whatever. Yeah. A la Friends. Yeah. Jay Money would 100% be a barista in that spinoff. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes, yes. Um, Yeah, and then I... Like, there's a final scene that wraps up a bunch of things, but we've mentioned a bunch of things in that scene already. Like, that's where... It's literally where, just... That's where Jay Money says... Ahead. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Kimmy, Stephanie, and DJ reminiscing about what happened to this episode. Jay Money says, I'm going to be a barista. And then... Kimmy's like, Ramona's developing into a well-adjusted adult. Perhaps she's too well-adjusted. And then Ramona walks in with, with a horse. Yeah, and yep. they're like, yeah. And, no. they matching and then the episode ends. Yeah. Yep. They have matching the hair. Ends. And they're like, I'm going to go to dad's house to watch Mean Girls and eat carrots. She's a yep. weird horse girl now. That's Ramona's yep. thing. And then the episode That's ends. Thing. And Buttercup never comes up again. Yeah. <laughs> to my knowledge. Where is where is Buttercup right? I now? don't know. But, you know, they really you know, they really need to build me up, Buttercup. Yeah. Uh, the the joke was like kinda there. It was worth a shot. I don't think it was quite all the way there, but it was worth an attempt. They built me up on Buttercup just to let me down. There, that would have been a better joke. Good job, Mark. I'm proud of you. Speaking of oh, things that you. we're proud of, it's time to go on to our favorite segment, Sad Boy of the Week. Whoop, whoop. Who do we have? Whoop, whoop. Who do we have for nominations Oof. this week? Uh, I he's very happy, but still, I'm gonna say Jay Money because I think yeah, his plot yeah. is kind of the most. I pathetic. was conflicted on whether Jay Money because he's like he's actually kind of happy, but I feel like it happy in like yeah. a pathetic way. But. It, yeah, but again, you can be happy and pathetic and and sad, but not really. Yeah, yeah. like when we say sad boy of the week, it's really more so pathetic boy of the week. But that doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well. There really isn't anyone this episode, is there? Yeah, it's just because I mean, like, I think it's pretty sad boy behavior to not be good at anything. <laughs> and then to find out that the one thing you're good at is not what your mom wants you to do of being a veterinarian. It's, it's you know what I'm really good at phones. making coffee. And that's my dream now. My <laughs> dream is to make coffee. I feel like no one in this episode really like stands out as a sad boy. But I feel like a lot of characters have very small sad boy moments. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like Steph has the moment with Mr. Bear. Kimmy has the moment where it's like, oh, my my daughter can't go see her father. I guess Jimmy has the moment with the ice cream. That's a pretty sad yeah. boy moment. Well, there's a lot of like very small moments, but nothing that particularly stands out. Yeah, I think it's Kimmy has, you know, the bird flies away from her when oh, she wants yeah. to be Franz. Okay, yeah. but guys, I have an idea. 
Since we can't think of it, since we can't think. I, no, I'm saying, I'm saying J Money. I'm saying J Money. I'm voting yeah, okay. for J Money. Oh, Me okay. I was, I was gonna, I was just gonna bring up Macy Gray. <laughs> Zach, what is not sad boy about? I'm going to work with mom because she thinks maybe if I work hard enough, I can be a receptionist. No, instead, I've discovered my dream is to make coffee. Part of me feels like that might be sadder on DJ, but I'm no, I'll, I'm fine. I'm fine giving it to J Money. I feel like it works. No, I think I think wait, him, wait, wait, his whoa, biggest whoa. goal in life being to be a barista is honestly some of his saddest behavior. It is entirely consistent you with the sad no. boy. I know no, it, it's fine. No, it's yeah, fine. I'm yeah. fine giving this and to J Money. Not, yeah. Oh boy, okay. I'm just saying I think you're this undercutting is... how much it fits oh the paradigm. I I agree. No, no, no. I think I think you're right. I'm fine giving this to J Money as he pulls ahead even more on the sad boy leaderboard. Wait, wait. I, I've gotta ask Zach, what what was your your alternate proposal? Uh Macy Gray. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. Maybe in another episode. Maybe the fault to Macy Gray. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if we, I was just gonna say, like, if we can't really think of one, do we just go with Macy Gray? <laughs> I like that idea. I like that idea. <laughs> okay. But no, I, I'm fine giving this to J Money. J Money yeah, once I, again. I, I think that I, I think, think he, he does deserve ahead it. In the leaderboard. Yeah. He does deserve it. He took a big step forward in his life, and it was a very sad step. Yes. Yeah. No, I think I think you've got a point. He discovered what he was good at, and it's stupid. <laughs> 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 it's not st- like being a barista or a receptionist is not bad. It's just stupid that his biggest goal is I want to make coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not like run a coffee company or like be the guy make growing he just wants the beans. To work at just Starbucks. Like, I want to I want to work at Starbucks. That's my that, dream. <laughs> yeah. That he even like says I want to write the names on the coffee cups. Like <laughs> like that like practically gives him an orgasm like oh yes my future that's what's yep. so good about oh, it oh hell yeah steve <laughs> writing names writing names yeah. sorry when you said steve i thought you meant like yeah steve. i know I, that was just yeah. the first <laughs> name i thought of and i was like oh wait I, I, in my mind i was like oh yeah i was gonna say the name of a character from four for four house and i was like okay no just a random name and then it just ended up being the name of a character from four house <laughs> okay i think but i think i think that's all we have for this episode yeah, right yeah yeah i'm dead i'm done <laughs> all right so 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 harrison all right take everybody. us home well thanks for listening everybody uh if you'd like to see more of us visit us on twitter facebook and instagram at fullest house pod um, and, uh, this has been great. I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. And until next time, may your houses be fuller and maybe, DJ, instead of talking to your receptionist, try listening. And the horse will be with you. Always. <laughs>